Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. of our sponsor inside the vault. Hey guys, I wanted to take a second and thank one of our sponsors. You all know the best way to support this show is to frequent our sponsors. It helps me, it helps them, and I love hearing from you when you do. If you're a small business owner, listen up. You're going to want to be following Inside the Vault on Instagram. You can just follow their handle, Inside the Vault. Also be looking for my IG stories where you can swipe up and join 
join their mailing list, which is so important. The team over at Volt Lab, whose digital marketing and social media work involved more than 100 celebrities in 2020, and whose campaigns have involved Starbucks, the United Nations, Prince William's Foundation, Leo DiCaprio, and more, are launching Inside the Vault. Yes to all that. And they are here to help small businesses build back better in 2021 and beyond. You want to stay in the loop. Look for that mailing list and be sure to be following them right now at Inside the Vault on Instagram. Today's episode, I have an amazing guest. You might have seen this woman and a listener turned me on to her. Her name is Tia Stokes. She's the Tia B. Stokes on Instagram. You will be addicted. She has been battling leukemia. She's in the battle of her life for the past 200 plus days. And in that time, she lost her mom. She got COVID. Um, She's had a blood, numerous blood transfusions, a bone marrow transfer what this woman has been through. And P.S., before that, she was on her way to becoming famous as a backup dancer with Beyonce and Britney Spears. Yes, she has a Jamie Spears and Britney Spears story for you, okay? This woman is so inspiring. I, I she, Through this whole journey, she has documented everything, the highs, the lows, the setbacks, and yet she has the most amazing attitude of gratitude. So how does she do it? Today, we're asking her, I'm asking her all those questions, and I think you'll be so inspired. And she does talk about right now, if you're feeling like life is against you, she talks about how you can start coming from a place of gratitude and the one subconscious thing that is always being transferred to you, why you need to listen to it. So here is Tia Stokes. Oh my God. I am like, I'm freaking out. You know, you are like a huge star in my mind and I'm obsessed with you. And I like, honest to God, I turn to you every day for faith and motivation. And I pray for you constantly. I love this woman. (laughs) I do. So for everyone listening, Tia Stokes is with us. If you don't follow her on Instagram or TikTok, she has millions of followers on TikTok. She's dancing her way through cancer, a leukemia diagnosis. We're going to talk all about that. She's at Tia B. Stokes on Instagram. And actually, Tia... The Tia B. B. Stokes. Thank you. (laughs) We got to get that in there. And I found out about you from a listener. So a listener to my podcast had been like re just like sharing your Instagram stories and stuff. And I was like, who is this? You know, who's this woman? And, you know, she's like so positive going through this. And then I got down the rabbit hole a couple months ago of your Instagram and is it sounds probably weird, but I guess you hear this. Like I look forward to seeing something from you every day. Oh, thank you. Uh, that you, means a lot. Well, you're probably like, girl, uh, no, I'm battling leukemia. I don't want you <laughs> I don't want you looking forward to seeing my stuff every day. No, that's good. It gives me motivation. It makes me feel like someone's waiting for it. So thank you. Oh man. So I, I wanted to have you on because you're you know, you're 34 years old. You're a mom of five. You are, you've been battling leukemia for 200 plus days. Through that you've had COVID and and you lost your mom. Did you lose your mom at the start of your battle? I did, yeah. Uh-huh. My <sighs> first round my first round of chemo, I was in the hospital for 31 days. And exactly, it was crazy. I like crazy because she, um, I got diagnosed April 24th and then May 24th, I was getting discharged and they, I got the news. I wasn't even out of the hospital yet. And I got the news that my mom had passed away. T, was that unexpected or had she been sick? No, she wasn't sick at all. We had been zooming every night the whole time I was in the hospital 
we zoomed every single night together with my other brothers and sisters and she was fine she was healthy making us laugh all the good things we would play games every night on zoom um just to raise you know my spirits yeah and things. i was by myself and um i talked to her on saturday night and we zoomed on saturday night and then um, Sunday morning, I tried to call her that morning and she didn't answer her phone. So I thought she would call me back. And uh, the next phone call I got was from my niece saying that she had passed away in her sleep. So Tia, you, I mean, on top of that, before all this, you had this amazing career too as a dance studio owner in Utah. And then you had kind of were getting on the path too of some dance fame because you'd actually been a backup dancer for Beyonce for yeah. a show. And then I'd actually read too that Jamie Spears um, had had given you a contract and wanted you, did he want you for Britney's Vegas t- residency or tour or... It was when Britney was going on tour. Yeah, it was back in 2008. Yeah, so. <laughs> so to, so you're, you're getting this notoriety when you're in your 20s. And what happened? I had read that you said no to the Britney contract. Why was that? Yeah. So I had, um, yeah, it was crazy because that's all I wanted to be was a backup dancer my whole life <laughs> and go on tour and do that. And then, um, when that opportunity came around and that was around, that was around my 21st birthday. Um, my brother was actually helping like manage me at the time. And then, um, he, I just had this, like, it was just this moment in my life where I came back to Utah for a little bit to pack up my things and to get things ready to go to LA back to LA. And I just, I, I prayed about it and I really felt strongly that not to go. And that I know it was crazy. And everybody thought I was crazy too. And (laughs) people think I'm crazy. (laughs) They're like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I, I just feel like, you know, I need to stay here. And there's, and at the time I also had like changed my path in life. I wanted to be a backup dancer and do all these things. And then I had, I just had this overwhelming feeling of, I just wanted to be married. I wanted to have a family and I wanted to do whatever my heavenly father wanted me to do, like literally. And I told him that I told my heavenly father, I'll do whatever you want me to do. And so I told my brother. And you just what kept having this gut feeling of I just I just don't think it's right for me to go on tour. It's just not the a good fit. Yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. And it wasn't even just on tour, but they wanted me to do like be my own thing. Like Jamie Spears had set up producers with Fox, Fox Production, and had wanted me to like do my own acting and dancing and singing and all this stuff. So it was just like it was a lot, but also that's what I wanted. But I also had this overwhelming feeling that there I wasn't supposed to go. And so when I told my brother, he just thought I was crazy. And he, I mean, he was just like, okay, I support you, you know, but he was like, you're crazy. Like, this is what you've been working hard for your whole life. And, um, wow. Like, and a year later I started a dance group called calamity, which at the time I didn't know what it meant, but it's a adult group that dances for people going through real life calamities. So we dance for people with, that are going through cancer or going through needing transplants or AT disease, everything. I mean, we've danced for over 50 families. We've raised over almost a million dollars. I know. I had read that, that you guys, so people were coming to these calamities yeah. and is calamity still going? I mean, obviously, you know, we're going to get into your health, you know, and, and where you're at. You look amazing, but 
so is calamity still going just kind of your role is on hold Yes, Calamity is still going. Okay, you guys have raised over a million dollars. I was seeing that all over your Facebook, like deep dive going back that, you know, (laughs) like a child who had passed and people who are sick, you guys had danced and then ticket sales would essentially go to support this family. So, um, okay, tell me this. I wanted, I, I do, I do a pop culture show. So I am curious, like, cause obviously Jamie Spears, we don't want it to manage you. I wanted to ask you one more question because yeah. they, they are really in the news right now with this whole, obviously you have other things to do, but this whole framing Britney <laughs> Spears. Yeah. What do you ha- like? You actually did know them a glimpse. It was 10 years ago. What do, what do you say about them? Like, do you, did you have a good experience? Did you see anything? I mean, it's become this whole thing. I know it really is a big thing right now. And honestly, I, you know, Jamie Spears, I don't know. I, I was, <laughs> Jamie Spears to me was an awesome guy. And you know, one of the things he told me, uh, he actually cooked me my like 21st birthday dinner. Cause he's a, you know, he's, he's a chef and, um, at their home and actually all those videos that are, that you see Britney Spears in, I was at that house in Las Vegas and, um, <laughs> She, he told me, cause my, he told me at the dinner table, he said, whatever religion you are, he said, don't leave that religion. He goes, I don't know what you are. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you are. I don't know what you do, but whatever it is, don't leave it. He goes, keep being strong. And it was just such a cool compliment to me, you know, that my spirit and my energy and what I was putting off was like good and wholesome, you know, was just good. So I don't know. I, I feel like he's, I have. I don't know. I know. It's hard to say, right? Because it was it was like 10 years ago. But I'm like, oh, you actually had some insight. Like you hung out with them and knew what they were yeah. like. And I think, unfortunately, you know, she's such a big star. Like ugh, there's so many stories. But anyway, but that's that's fascinating that you had that opportunity. What did you say? What did they say to you when you decided? You said, look, I just don't think this is my calling. They just said, okay, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Are you nuts? Anyway, you know. Are you crazy? (laughs) You're not nuts because you had a different calling. So, okay, after that, you know, you open your own, you go back to Utah, you open your own studio. And I actually had read too that, because I'm curious, like when you were 15, you'd actually given blood, right? And the doctor or somebody taking your blood had actually called you and said, you know, by the way, I think that you could be a candidate for leukemia in the next 15 or 20 years. Is that right? Yeah. I was 16 years old. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Okay. And I got a letter. It was actually like just a letter in the mail. Yeah. A letter in the mail and they um, sent it to me and was saying that my, uh, something about my blood type and that I was going to get leukemia in the next 15 years, which was crazy. So, okay. When you got that at 16, did you think anything of it or you thought, oh, well, I don't know. My, my family like panicked. They freaked out. <laughs> so, and then we went to the doctor, we went to the doctor to go, we took the paperwork and went to make sure. And the doctor just said, Oh no, this happens sometimes. Sometimes there's just like a misread in the blood work, but you're fine. Don't worry about it. So my dad was like, okay, we're not going to worry about it. And we just filed it away, you know, wow. and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> here you are. So, you know, you're, you're having this amazing dance career, your cute husband, uh, Andy, who's Andy Stokes, who you have on your videos and he's, I mean, oh my God, talk about husband of the year. I mean, if they gave that award out, that man would win it. You know, I mean, he's been like, 
is so supportive. You guys have five kids together. And when you were having your little girl, your fifth child in 2019, that's sort of when you began to not feel great, right? Yes. That's when I started to get sick. Uh huh. I had a, I had a cough and a sore throat all my, during my pregnancy and my doctor, we just thought it was just a typical, you know, cough and sore throat. And then, um, after I had her in like December is when I started to have like loss of appetite and flu like symptoms. And then January to March, it just kind of got worse and worse. And I started to develop like night sweats and pounding headaches and, but then COVID hit. So I thought maybe I had COVID. So we went and got me tested for COVID and it wasn't that. And, um, then I had a CBC panel done from my doctor, a blood work panel done, and it came back that it was leukemia. So you get, and you get diagnosed in April, of course, like when all of COVID is like underway and everything. And you had said before we started the interview, you were kind of so sick. You were like, you know, was the diagnosis like devastating or a relief in a way? In a way, in a way for, it was, can it be both? (laughs) Yes, everything. I I live in the gray area, so it's both. Yeah, it's like, yes. Um, Like I said, I was sick for so long. So for me, it was like, I just wanted to get to work and get it done and let's get this over with, you know? Yeah. Um, But also very devastating because you don't think that cancer is going to happen to you. You know, you just... You never think that you're going to be the one to get cancer or your loved one. And I think for my husband, it was really hard, especially because he was very optimistic and we didn't think that my sickness was, you know, we just didn't think it was like that. It was that. And um, so for him, it was it was really devastating. I know. Yeah. I actually went back and watched your one of your very first videos, and it's actually you guys. I can't believe you're this brave. I mean, it was you kind of recording yourself going to the hospital to get yeah. the, the news, and you guys are sort of saying, all right, well, you know, we'll see what happens or whatever. And then, you know, you come back in the car, and Andy's crying, and essentially, you know, he's like devastated, and, and you're kind of like, it's okay, you know, it's going to be okay. I mean, I'm going to get emotional, just like, I just think you're so inspiring. I'm going to cry, but anyway... So I'll cry at the end. So anyway, you, you get that. And then you tell me what the, what is the diagnosis usually with acute, acute leukemia? Is it pretty treatable? What did they say to you? I mean, are you young to have it or it's kind of common for younger people to have it? No, it's not very, it's not, I mean, it's a, it's a blood cancer. And so, um, it just, Honestly, they just said it's just bad luck. That's what my doctors told me. Like yeah. when they, when it, it's not age, it's not anything. It's just bad luck. Cause I thought, you know, I was like, well, how did it was, could I have caught it early? Like, could it, could I have tested earlier for this? Could we have caught it earlier? And they just said, no, even if it, if you would have gotten tested earlier, like you probably wouldn't have even found it back then, you know? So, wow. Uh, yeah. So it's just, yeah. So, but it's very, it's treatable, but, um, it's a rough road. Like they don't consider you cancer free for a while, you know? So, so what means you decide in April to basically, obviously you're a dancer and you're a fabulous dancer. What made you decide to dance through cancer? Um, so they encourage you because with cancer, obviously you're so sick and you don't want to do anything at all. <laughs> you don't want to move. You don't want to work out. You don't want to walk. You don't want to do anything. And so they encourage you to try to move at least for 15 minutes a day. 
do something. They're like, you know, anything, go for a walk or whatever. And so I was already kind of dabbling on TikTok a little bit, doing my little TikTok dances here and there with my daughter and by myself. And, and so I thought that was the perfect thing because it's short little dances, you know, short little dances, easy. I can get up, I can do it. I can, you know, learn the dance while I'm sitting down and then get up and do it for the 15 minutes. And so that's kind of where it started is because I needed to work the, um, the cancer cells out from my lungs. And they said that you're, you know, cancer cells love no oxygen. So when oxygen isn't moving, then that's when it, like, it's hard, it, it's there. Like okay. So, um, that's why they're like, you, they encourage you to move. So that was, that was the reason why I started. And then I, I started actually going live on Instagram as well to get me to do a little bit more, even 15 minutes of just dancing, you know, moving my body, doing whatever. And then I would just at least make one goal a day to post a TikTok. Even if I was like, so, so sick, I would just try to post once a day just to motivate myself to, you know, stay up and stay fighting. So Well, I mean, there's just something so infectious about watching you. And I think this is what I wanted to ask you is how have you, you obviously rely on your faith. And what I think is so fascinating about your posts is you, you know, you're obviously like, please pray for me, you know, because you've documented every high and low and then getting COVID while you had cancer. So, you know, I'm sitting there praying for you, but then you're also like, you know, what are, you always ask us like what we're grateful for, what, you know, and like, hey, keep the, and I'm always like, how? Does she keep, how does she give so much while she needs so much? You know, like we should be giving to you. Is it faith? How have you done it? It's faith and gratitude. I am just so grateful. You know, I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful for this opportunity. I'm grateful. Sorry, I'm going to cry now. (laughs) No, I'm going to cry too. I just, oh God. Yeah. I'm grateful for all the people that have come into my life, you know, and all the prayers. Um, do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love 
this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. Oh my God, I brought my tissues. I know you're so strong. You're like amazing. It's, it's just like amazing. And, and you know what's the craziest thing is like, I had read too that you had said that your dad, you know, because your dad had passed and you kept getting this message from him 
even though he, he'd gone that he basically said, you know, you are going to have leukemia, but you got this. And the craziest part is when I look at your stuff and I don't even know you, but <laughs> I feel like I do. Um, I just like know you're going to be cured and I know you have like the greatest calling. I don't know what it is. If it's a TV show or if it's maybe I don't it's know what it is either. You know? maybe it's just TikTok. I have no idea, but I just, because it's very, it's very rare. I think on social media to see somebody give so much while going through, like, you know, you have a, just a faith that most people never can get. It's amazing. I'm, I'm a mess. <laughs> like, no. I, love, I love your story. Oh, I'm so Ugh. grateful. Oh, and that's what, I think that's what keeps pushing. Like, I am just so grateful for all the people, like all the many prayers and the faith, because I know that, you know, miracles happen. And I know that through faith and prayers and numbers, like, you know, there's power in the numbers of prayers and people praying for you. And so for me to give back, like to ask people what they're grateful for and to remind them, I mean, I hope my story resonates and just reminds people just to live in today, you know, to, cause you never know when it's going to be your last. I love you. You never know when it's going to be your last goodbye. You never know when it's going to be your last time to dance, you know, your last eight counts. And you never know when you're going to be faced with cancer or with me one day I'm dancing in the studio and here I am 10 months later, I haven't danced in my studio, you know, and uh. it's just, I just hope that I'm able to give something back through what my experience is, you know? So. Oh, well you are, you've got that covered. <laughs> you got that covered. Tell me this, how hard has it been for your kids? I mean, I'm sure as a mom of five, you must sit there and like all kinds of emotions go through your head. Like I have to be there for them. What if I'm not there for them? Has it been, are they like really registering everything that's going on or not quite? Um, no, they, they register it. Yeah. My three oldest for sure, obviously are, um, you know, they're very tough though. My kids are rock stars. I mean, I have, four, I, I have four boys first and I know that my heavenly father did that for a reason because boys are tough. You know, they don't, they're not too emotional about it. They're just kind of like, okay, but they, they're so cute every night. I mean, whenever we pray, they always include me in their prayers and they're yeah. always they're like my, it was so cute. My son, cause my hundred days is coming up, um, in March and my son's like, mom, you're going to be healed and <laughs> you're going to be healed next month. Yay! <laughs> he thinks I'm going to be healed in March. And so they're just so strong and so amazing. And it's been not too much. I mean, we've had our moments of like tears together, sure. but, um, very strong. They're, they're amazing. So. Okay. So you go through rounds of chemo you have, and then you also needed a uh, bone marrow transplant, correct? With this type of leukemia, you got yeah. that from your brother. Now, the only time I was ever nervous for you was the first couple of weeks that you had that. It seemed like that was real, like make or break, right? Because it's, if the body is going to accept it. Yes. Yeah. And it's still, that's why they give you like a hundred days because your body still is like not fully engrafted yet. So even right now, like I'm on day 16, 64 or something and you're still, your body's still trying to acclimate to everything different, you know, all the cells in your body. So, but those first two weeks were seriously so rough. I know I was a little nervous for you. I was like, okay, she's got this, she's got this, but, um, I I need this to be taken to her a little bit quicker. (laughs) I'm like, I 
to your page every day. And I think I, you know, I just think too, what people should, why people should just follow you. And I think why you have a greater, you need to actually open your own church after this. But anyhow, it's like, okay, people bitch about the littlest things. And when I catch myself, I'm like, I'm going to Tia's page. I'm going to say a prayer for her. I'm going to talk about what I'm grateful for. And I'm going to get back on track because, you know, if you don't have your health, you have nothing. Yeah, it's true. Yep. You're so right. If that's where it comes down. You really have nothing. I mean, if, because money doesn't make any difference at that point. Like, you know, you know, I don't have to tell you, it's not about money. It's not about fa- it. All that shit doesn't matter. Sorry. Yeah. Um, if you know, you come down to that. Yeah, no, you're totally right. It doesn't matter. And it's funny you say that. Cause my dad used to say that all the time. He's like, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. He's like, you can't do anything. So yeah, no. So you've got, you know, your countdown time to making sure that this bone marrow takes, you get blood transfusions. And that's because essentially, I know Andy broke it down like real simple. Andy was like, <laughs> yeah, you need a blood transfusion because it's natural. I guess the body kind of wants to reject, right? The body wants to reject the bone marrow transplant. Yep. 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 <laughs> and because my brother's uh, blood type, his blood type is different than mine. Got it. Got it. Okay. So now, but all of your chemo treatments and everything have stopped. Yes. Okay. Got it. And so So I couldn't, so I had, I had to stop chemo because my body was reacting. So that's why I had to do the transplant. Okay. Okay. So their first, the doctor's first plan was do the chemo regimen. Let's see if that, if that just gets rid of the cancer. And then at some point you guys knew what, it wasn't going to fully get rid of the cancer. It will, it wiped out, it like killed my bone marrow completely. So the, it just totally wiped out my bone marrow, but like took out everything, like all the good, the bad and the good, and then just like put my bone marrow to crap. So I had like nothing. And so they were worried about a relapse for, because of that, because I wasn't able to produce anything, any, any white cells or red cells. Okay. Got it. So you get the transplant. Your brother is a match uh-huh. and then you get that. And then you have 100 days that you're, you're taking us through. Um, yes. and that is really about like the bone marrow essentially sticking, right? Being re- yes. acclimated to your body. Yes. How, or how do you feel now? Like, how are you feeling now? Um, right now I feel, I mean, I've been having like headaches here and there, and that's usually pretty common. Um, I've been getting red blood transfusions, you know, every week, which is pretty obviously common. We just talked about that. Um, but I feel good. I mean, for the most part, I don't have, I don't feel like tons of energy, but I feel pretty energetic. Like, I feel like I'm getting my energy back, you know, and I'm feeling uh, motivated again to do things. And I'm able to, I'm having less brain fog and being able to be more like even active with my kids and things like that. So I'm feeling really good. I have nothing to complain about. I feel great. A lot of people won't, you know, a lot of people, it takes an experience like this to like shake them up. It seems like with you, you've been a giver forever. You know, you were an egg donor to your friend, which was amazing. She had two babies from that. I'm like, Tia gives and gives. Like, (laughs) Was that, is that just like when you turn your life over to God, it's just about service? Like, yeah, it is. It is about service. And that's what I mean when I said, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Like literally that it's about serving our brothers and sisters and like we're sisters, you know, and we're family. And I truly, I truly believe that. And so, um, 
it's wherever I can serve, whatever I can do to be a vessel for him. So what advice do you give to people? Where can they start? Because I know that you two had gone through like some really dark periods way before this, probably in your early twenties, right? I'd actually heard that you had said at one point you even felt suicidal that you, and why was that? Do you feel like you were depressed or you just didn't have a calling or you hadn't found faith? What I was, you know what, at the time I was lacking a lot of gratitude, you know, to be honest, I was lacking a lot of gratitude because I wasn't counting my blessings. Mm -hmm. Instead, I was counting the things that I didn't have, you know, yeah, and focusing on the things that I don't have in my life and what I wasn't. And um, so gratitude really, that's why it's such a big part of my platform too, is because I truly believe it's something that has saved my life and say and helped change my mindset. So what advice would you give to people? Like where to get started? Is it a gratitude journal or what would you say? Because I would say every day, write down three things that you're grateful for, you know, write down, just challenge yourself. I mean, sometimes, you know, those big, big planners with tons of things in it to do is just too much, you know, for me, but three things that you're grateful for every single day, that's it. Write down three things that you're grateful for every single day, and then focus on changing your paradigm changing your paradigm to I am, and then I am amazing. I am happy. I am beautiful. I am enough and changing your paradigm every single day and focusing on that. I think just those three easy, three things each. I am grateful and I am, you know, what's your paradigm? What are you going to change it to? Right? Yeah. I'm enough, you know, I'm beautiful as I am, you know, I mean, I'm, I have two legs. I'm, you know, I mean, I can walk, I can run. I'm great. You know? Yeah. I think the other day, like I was, my friend was like, Oh, I hate my nose. And I'm like, well, at least you have a nose. Some people don't are born without noses. I mean, and this is true things, you know, this is true things. Uh, People are, are just wanting what some other people have already, you know? And I think that's important to remember. And then I would say start small, start with sharing smiles, you know, with, I mean, right now we have, we have to wear masks everywhere, but complimenting people, you know, thinking good, thinking more positive thoughts. And I think that comes with the gratitude journal and that changes your mindset to be more positive and looking for the positive too. I did see too, on your last video, you said, as you get healthier though, negative comments are kind of popping into your, you know, I, I don't know if it's on your Instagram or your TikTok. Um, what are people saying? Why are people getting negative? And how is that, is that, you know, bothering you or how are you handling it? Um, you know, at first it bothered me. Um, they would, you know, people just, people just like to say things like, oh, she's not really sick. I get that a lot. (laughs) They say that about you. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Like, let's scroll through here. This woman is like hooked up to every machine and dancing. Well, it's, it's funny. Cause I've actually gotten that a lot throughout my last, the last 10 months because I have been dancing and I've been <laughs> still positive. You know, people don't think they're like, is she really sick? Does she really have cancer? Is she really? And I'm like, it, you know, <laughs> holy crap. Are you kidding? I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I need to start dancing because if this woman can dance, well, she's got 25 wires coming out. Like, I mean, I can do something. I mean, it's like, yes, you can. (laughs) Holy crap. I cannot. That's amazing. But you're getting to the point you can tune it out. Oh yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah. Thick skin. (laughs) Tia, I don't know. This might be like maybe too far in the future, but do you think about what you're going to do or how your life is going to look when you're, you're cured, when you're like healed and, and things are good. 
Um, well, I hope that I am traveling. I would love to share my story with the world. You know, I would love to be able to share my story and be able to do more speakings and engagements and being able to motivate others through my story. And then hopefully my story, I, that's the thing is like, I'm like, I didn't go through this for nothing. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I did, I'm not going through this cancer journey for nothing. Like, I feel like there has to be a purpose in it. There has to be something behind it that I'm supposed to share and I'm supposed to help others along the way. So I hope that I'm able just to do that. Oh, I think you're already doing that. And I think, look, I, like I told you, I mean, not that it's about book deals and yeah. You know, all that stuff. It's first and foremost, you being healthy. And I'm sure you want to get back to being a fully active mom and all those things, you know, so, but I, I think you, you have it. I mean, you just, you have it and you just have that attitude of gratitude and faith and can teach others. Thank you. You're the best. You really do. You, it's, it's amazing. Amazing. Um, have, what about, you know, has there been anything like, what's been the most surprising thing I guess you've learned about yourself through this? Um, the most surprising thing that I've learned about myself through this is probably that I'm able to receive help. Like I, I think that's one of the hardest things for a Mm. lot of people is being, you know, receiving help and receiving people doing things for you because that's, that's hard. Cause I'm, I'm usually very independent. I'm a strong, I'm, you know, I have dance studios. I'm a mom of five. I'm used to doing everything. And this journey has really taught me to be able to be on the receiving end and to let people in and to let people help and to let people take part in my life um, and be able to serve me, which, like I said, I love serving people. I love giving back. I love, Cause I feel like that's my calling to, yes. you know? And so that's been the biggest thing that I've learned about myself is that I've been able to actually be served, you know, and let people come and help me. That's great because it is interesting when I read about you, I'm like, wow, she's like, she is selfless in a way. I think most people aren't, and it, it must be hard to re- just receive and, and like, let yourself just take it in and not feel like you have to give back. Cause you know, I often yeah. feel like when people do nice things for me, instead of just being thankful and present, it's like, Oh, well, what well, I need to do something right. back for them. Yeah. Yes. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. That's been huge for me. Well, Tia, you, I mean, look, you're amazing. I'm so grateful to have you on this platform. And I just think people listening can get so much from your story. And, you know, the Tia B. Stokes on Instagram (laughs) is word of, I just love your daily motivation. It's, it's terrific. And I cannot wait until you ring that bell. Thank you. I can't wait either. (laughs) You're going to ring that darn cancer bell. And that's going to happen in March, right? (laughs) Is that the... Well, I don't know. And I don't know if you saw our live the other night, but Andy was telling me it probably won't be for a couple months. Okay. Because even, even getting through the hundred days, they probably still want to monitor, right? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's a long process. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, is, uh, can you give us any hint? One last question. Any hint? What are you going to do when you do ring that bell? I mean, cause I feel like all of Utah needs to say, you're almost like the Super Bowl. You know, we need to like <laughs> have a party. Like, have you thought about what's, what are we going to do? Is Andy hosting something we can all be a part of? What's going on? We're going to have a big Super Bowl, a super ringing the bell party. <laughs> I mean, they need to drag a giant bell down. I mean, we like, we're all invested here. Like we need a huge bell. We need a big flash mob, a big dance off, a big (laughs) You got to keep us posted. You probably haven't crossed that bridge yet, but I mean, I hope there's like a huge celebration planned. Yes. No, there is. Amazing. 
Tia, you are awesome. Yeah. Thank you for being on the Sarah Fraser show. We love you. Oh, I pray I for you, you all the time. It's it's just so cool. Like I said, I don't know you, but I feel like I know you. And I just, I love praying for you. And I just know it's all going to work out great. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much for asking me to be here. Thank you for this opportunity. Seriously. Thanks for letting me be on your show to talk my mouth off. Oh my God. You're fantastic. I can't wait. I know you're going to have huge. I, I just know I'm like, that girl's going to have a book, a talk show. Something is going to happen like really big. Yes. When it's all done. Cause I'm like, she's too amazing not to wait. And am I delusional? Did, did, did Beyonce just send you a whole bunch of stuff from Ivy park? She did. Yeah. She uh-huh. did on your thing. Wait, did you know that? Or did that, just somebody show up in your driveway one day and then wheel out this huge <laughs> like Beyonce no, they, display? Yeah. They asked, they actually emailed me and they emailed and said, we love Beyonce so inspired by you. And she loves, yeah. She said, <laughs> she said, Beyonce came across your profile and she's so inspired by you. And we're praying for you and we'd love to send you some, um, Ivy part. Yeah. From her new collection. And so, but how cool, like she was inspired by me, you know, like I'm telling you, you resonate, you resonate in a way that, you know, is just so darn sincere. And I think it's because you just, you know, one day it's high, one day it's low, it's everything in between. And I think people can just get on board. And I think you're, you're complete turning it over to God and gratitude is like, it's yes. very hard for people to do because it's easy to have doubt. Yeah, it's way, oh yeah, very easy. I get asked that a lot about how do you turn it over to God, you know? And I think it's just little by little, but also you just have to jump in with two feet. Like is, that's how kind of what, what I feel like you have to jump in with two feet and just let him let go and let God. And honestly, it's kind of weird what happens. You just like a big, like no pressure. Like when you feel like you're just working for him only and you're letting go and you're doing it for him. It's like all the pressure comes off too. And when you first started that, okay, after you were kind of down, you started the keeping the gratitude and then you really go, okay, I'm going to let go and let God. So what happened when you would have moments of doubt, you just start praying. Like you just be like, all right, God guide me today. Like what? And, and you keep doing that to the point. Well, and it's, you keep doing that, but you get, you know, you get little promptings and, and inspiration to do certain things. And I think the more that you act on them, the more they come to you. And I truly, truly, truly believe that, that when you get the prompting to, you know, send your neighbor a a sweet text or something like, you know, just little things like that, that's following, that's him guiding our lives. And that's, you know what I mean? And, well, the prompting, I think, is where people get lost. But I, I know what you're saying. The prompting almost is like the thought that comes in your mind, right? Like, yeah, hey, yeah. I should call that person that I haven't thought about in four years. Yes. I, I don't, the cool thing is, is that if we don't, if, when we start acting on those little promptings, they become more and more and more and more relevant in your life. Yeah. They, they almost become the guide, right? So it's that, like, that becomes the guide. Yes. You sort of pray, you open yourself up and you're just like, all right. And then when those moments of consciousness come in, or I, I just should go to, you know, I should go yes. to that event. I don't know why, but I should just go. It's like that is, and then something happens. Yes. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. Fabulous advice. All right. Look, I love you. I can't wait to keep following. Hi to Andy and the kids. And they're so freaking adorable and um, just sky's the limit. So it's so exciting. I love you, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me.